everyone's cards that they sent in. Um, and the reason why is because I, I couldn't think of something to write in the blank. Like, I, I, I think I still struggle with it, um, but as I was talking with Blake, um, this weird thing happened uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, okay? Um, I, if, if you don't know who I am, my name's Kenny Mattingly. Uh, I am on staff here, and I work with students and groups. I love people. I love talking to people, getting to know people. I just, people, right? It's great. But at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, there was this weird change in me that I just did not know about. Um, you know, it kind of goes with not knowing what to write on my card. Um, to give you a little bit of backstory, my neighbor is, he's just an interesting guy, okay? If you have an interesting neighbor, you already know what I'm talking about, but he's quiet, okay? He's not, he's not like me. I love to go over and I'll talk to him and he's, I, I know I'm interrupting his day. 100%. I'm aware of it. I do it on purpose sometimes. It's not a good thing. But we have become uh, more than acquaintances. We're, we're, we're good friends. Uh, we talk to each other while we're outside. And uh, I do projects and I'll, you know, I always just say hi. And the, pan- the pandemic happens and I, uh, I get a call from him probably about two months in. Okay, this is not a normal thing. Okay, remember, he's not a talkative person. He doesn't uh, just go out of his way to come find me. But I get this call, and I see his name on there, and I am struggling to answer the phone. I'm like, well, first off, why are you calling me? Like, this is, did something happen outside? So then I'm thinking, I got to go outside. It's storming. This is not good. I also just didn't want to talk to him. That's not a normal thing, but it's still not clicking with me. So I answer the phone. And there's this shaky voice on the other end. He said, hey, this is your, your neighbor, Kenny. And, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, what's going on? I'm forcing this conversation, right? I didn't want to talk in the first place. And he said, this is really weird. This is not normal for me. Uh, call it what you, whatever you, you want. Uh, the, the spirit pushing me to do this. But I felt like I was supposed to call you and check on you. And I'm like... <laughs> Call, call me, why? Like, I'm good, dude. Like, I, I, you know, I'm fine. What are you calling me for? He's like, well, you know, I know you're like really outgoing and your wife's not like super like talk to everybody and I'm not and my wife's not. And, like, you're not surrounded by people in our neighborhood that are. And so I was making sure you're okay. Like, I haven't seen you outside. It, you're not in your normal routine, so I just want to check on you. I hit a wall when I, when I heard those words come out of his mouth because the entire time, going back to these, what am I supposed to write in the blank? Uh, well, I don't need help. I'm fine. I'm doing great. Uh, this, is, this is okay. I, I'm, I'm surviving. And I was wrong. I didn't know what I needed. Uh, and so if I were to fill in the blank, maybe it would be uh, Jesus is making me better uh, in realizing that I do have a story to tell. Uh, and the story continues. The story doesn't stop. I have this picture in my mind that I have, uh, well, I have a job. I'm working at a church. I'm doing these things, right? I'm a uh, leadership. So I got everything together. But my neighbor who, <laughs> I don't know what his uh, walk with Christ looks like, but he knew to check on me. He knew something wasn't okay. And so realizing that I, I needed Jesus uh, to continue shaping me, uh, during this time, to continue being my cornerstone, my foundation, 
the one I fall back on, all those things. I didn't realize I needed help until my neighbor pointed it out. And so, you know, through the pandemic, the, the things that I know that have kept uh, that foundation solid and, and at least, um, I don't know, kept me sane a little bit, is one, my neighbor checking on me because it, it rocked my world. It, it shook what I thought was, was solid and proved to me that it wasn't. Uh, and then, I, honestly, my, my community group, um, while I was um, present to the extent they were still, you know, I, I was checked out in my mind sometimes, but they were there, right? My, my other neighbors that were living life with me, they were there, and they were checking on each other, checking on me. We're making sure that you don't have to do this alone. And so, you know, is Jesus writing a better story during the pandemic? Absolutely. Is he writing one for after the pandemic? I believe so. Uh, and so that's, that's part of my story, just a, a chunk of it, uh, that, I, that God continues to write. And, or in, in reality, he rewrites what I thought was um, already written. So uh, I, I want to pray for our time as we continue taking our next steps in worship as we have gathered together this morning, uh, whether online or in person, that uh, God's still writing our story uh, individually and as a, as a church body. And so uh, we want to ask him to continue doing that and uh, prepare our hearts for him to do so. Father, as we, as we pause our weeks, as we, as we rest in you today, as we set aside time to be yours I just pray that our hearts are softened, our minds are open to uh, the truth that you have for us, the truth that your son is the only way, the only one, the only answer for us to, oh man, to us, just to have a life to the fullest. I just pray that we uh, surrender that this morning and, uh, and listen to your word. And it's in his, your son's name we pray. Amen.